Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello friends, it's Leah here. No, I'm not here to do a quick warm-up set. And yes, I know I'm whispering, but it's 3am. Could you please respect my life choices? Anyway, I'm not here for a chat. I just want to assure you that yes, we both know the audio quality in this one is horrific, but we didn't just want to scrap the whole episode. Um, we're looking into how we can improve it for next week, but just so you know, we are recording all of this on Zoom and we are a big noobs. So please, dear three listeners, forgive us. Right, I'll start off now. Um, have fun. Peace. Hi, I'm Leah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to The Boob Podcast. The podcast with no structure, no plan, and no hope. It's episode two, baby! Right, how are you doing, my son? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. We can make it out to be like we've not just been chatting for the past hour and 50 minutes about what the crap are we going to fill an hour's podcast with when we've done it. There you go. That's the kind of content we're delivering these days. Oh, that was pungent. <laughs> it's going to seep through the screen. Isn't that, it? like, bounced back off my um pop shield. Oh, I love it when your own gas resonates within you. Can tell the listener that I do have a pop shield. We are a professional podcast. I'm not going to lie. I didn't realise that's what you meant. And because I wasn't looking, I thought you meant one of those um, dolls that you get, like collectible dolls that like are for your favourite Marvel characters. That's <laughs> not what you meant, is it? I thought you just no, sat I'm... with one of them. What, like pop vinyl? Um, just, I'm just going to put a quick disclaimer in that the audio on the last podcast, half of it at least, uh, was a bit squiff. That's because our Wi-Fi shit. We're doing this on Zoom. Yeah. Well, actually, no, we've upgraded now to Skype. Or have we downgraded? Yeah. guess we'll find out, I, won't we? I don't know. Normally, Skype's fine, so it must just be, not Skype, Zoom. It must just be a combination of our shit Wi-Fis. And inner core as people, I reckon. Could yeah, be. to be fair. I mean, completely off topic, but do you ever, you know when you're on all these respective Zoom calls, do you ever just stare at your own picture in the top right corner the entire time? I mean... Think, I normally I, I have the tile view normally. You have what child view? No, the tile view. Please, your please elaborate what that means. You know you can change you can change the view you see on Zoom. So instead of it being like a big picture and yeah. then the little pictures at the top, it yeah. can be like a pitch like a t- like tiles. Oh, I love tiling. Did you not know? No, my only experience with tiling is like when I'm picking wallpaper on Sims. So this is all new to me. Crying, absolutely crying. It's so like, you know, when you're on like a big chat and then you just get random people in the middle. It's so you don't have to see the middle person bigger than everyone else. I like that. But also I don't relate because I've, I've never, I don't have that many friends. I don't have enough people to have a big group chat with. Crying, sucks to it's- be you. I don't really have friends. I'm talking more like seminars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you mentioned that like seven times on last week's podcast. You're like, I call them friends, but they're people I know. <laughs> I'm so I have friends. I don't know if they like me, but I consider them friends. I'm so pleased. Should we? Uh, I feel like it's probably appropriate to mention early on that, as with our 
slogan we literally have not had any structure for this podcast have we we have no plan or no plan all i've written is like 10 things down and one of those things was just m's week so that's that's how much planning we've done i love how that one or two ways as well like i am weak but that's not the week i hope that you're referencing because i am weak (laughs) oh Right. Last week, we said we'd talk about The Midnight Beast. Yeah, we did, didn't we? The Midnight Beast, if you don't know, are future Lear, insert clip while editing now. Shut up, mum, I'm on MSN! I'm a super fan. If you had asked me the day before we went to see him, I, none of this would have any contextual meaning to me. So, no. much like the listeners, what the crap are you on about? They were, they were like a band... But like comedy, what are they called? What's it called? Like a comedy band. Yeah, so Midnight Beast stars Stefan Abenin, Drew Wakeley and Ash Horn, right? In yeah. 2009, they decided to make a parody to Kesha's classic TikTok and it went viral. And then after that, they carried on making comedy music. They had a TV show for a little bit on E4. And they're just the G's. And they've been my favourite band since I was probably about 12 years old. Like they're... <laughs> their class and i've wanted to see them live for since for that whole time and i'm to put it into perspective i'm 20 years old now so for <laughs> quite a large portion of my life i've been obsessed with the midnight beast so i text emily when they um they were going to go on tour for their 10th anniversary i text them and i was like do you want to go see a band you've never heard of and mb and m was like sure <laughs> I didn't even ask you to send me any like context or any like snippets of what they said. I was just like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, just count me in. Tell me the dates. I'll book it off the job that I don't have. Yeah. So I got the tickets, and then half a year later, you came <laughs> to Manchester, and this is where it gets interesting. The only other standing concert I've been to was for a band called Fearless Vampire Killers, who are a lot better than they sound. <laughs> I promise you they're not that emo. It's just a Twilight tribute band. <laughs> they just play that one Muse song. <laughs> I'm so close to that though, that's the thing. Um, but for Phyllis and My Killers, they were quite a small band. No one had heard of them. So it was easy to get to the front of the room. For every other band I've seen um, or heard of... <laughs> There's been views around the block. And, like, the Midnight Beast, whilst they're not, like, fucking, you know, like... I was trying to think of someone famous then, and I couldn't. I I wanted to survive in that ages thing. (laughs) (laughs) 90s of us, that was. (laughs) They're they're not huge, but they're quite big, and I thought they'd be a fat cue. So I made... (laughs) I made Em get ready in 0.3 seconds and inhale her dinner so we could get to the venue, which just so happens to be my student union. Classic location for a band night. Big yes. fat. Um, literally, an, an hour, over an hour, was it like an hour and a half before they were meant to go on? Or like before the opening acts were meant to go on? We got there before the meet and greets. And because it's my student union and I know where the venue is, I just strolled us, I just walked us up to the top floor and I was like, well, this is where it is. There was no queue that we saw, so they must just be queuing outside the venue. No one was there. 
no one was there. We I didn't the back door. We got there, the band was there because they were still setting up the merch table. Yeah. Walked into the merch room and you and Emily was like, Oh my god, is that is that one of them? And I I was like, Yeah, holy shit. I freaked and I was like, Right, I'm okay seeing Drew. But if I see the other two, I'm oh. going to piss myself. <laughs> Fortunately for you, though, we were right outside the girls' toilets, so that would have. We were, well. yeah, we were sat outside the the toilets, just in a corridor, wasn't we? Just in a corridor, yeah, like it was just the top of the student union. There's like it is an academy of like it's not just like a room, <laughs> a lecture theatre. It's, like <laughs> it's like a venue. Um, Manchester Academy Three, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but then we were just sat there and i was like that's cool i've seen drew life mode and then who walks out of the room bloody ashley on so i was like holy holy flippity doodle my mom told me off of swearing so much (laughs) you really took it to the other extreme though didn't you then (laughs) holy cow (laughs) he walks out he sees us just sat on the floor outside the venue. There's no, we're there before security. So what's he going to do? I don't know what he says because my brain just melted. Floundered. I'd like, I feel like it's, you should point out that sitting on the floor is a bit of a stretch when you were just elongated on your front on this dusty corridor. Like just, you you didn't know how to human at that point. You were just squeaking and it was so beautiful. Yeah. I did try and say hello, and he acknowledged we were there, but then he walked into the male toilets, and it went, he was there for a while. Mm-hmm. Nervous poo. Yeah. Pre-show poo. As a performer myself, I have indulged <laughs> the pre-show poo a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks out the toilet, acknowledges us again, looks awkward. I look awkward. I can't remember what he said to me, but he said something. Mm, I was on the phone to mum, wasn't I, at the time, actually. I was like, yeah. mum, the, the, the band that I've never heard of before in my entire life, I've just walked past us and Leah's dying on the floor. And then you <laughs> yeah, came out. I, like, ran up the corridor. <laughs> you did. You licked it. <laughs> then you were, like, squatting and bending over because you just couldn't control your limbs. And then, then we, we kind of forgot that he had to eventually return from the bathroom. And he did. I don't remember yeah. what he said. No. He did I say something. Yes, right. Okay, we're getting jumping a bit ahead here, <laughs> leaving with some suspense. So Ashley goes back, and my life is made. I've been a fan of these since I was 12 years old. Uh, I'm a big Ash fan, uh, but but and he's the corker. Steph has always been my favourite. Sorry, <gasps> I'm sorry. And I love them. I love them all equally as children. <laughs> but Steph is my favourite. <laughs> like i did just lose my shit because we just saw ash but i'll be okay as long Stephen james donald john abingdon if he walks out of that room i'm going to shit my pants did i shit my pants yes i did (laughs) smell it for the rest of the night out of the venue but steph himself he greeted me like an old friend even though we've never met his mom follows me on twitter <laughs> you have a lot of parents on twitter i like i feel 
Who's James Acaster's dad? That's the one. I follow James Acaster's dad. James Acaster's dad doesn't follow me, unfortunately. Oh, oh God, I'm, I'm scarred on your behalf. You should cut that out because that's a sad admission as well. <laughs> oh, it God. is. I should cut that out. I don't want anyone to know that James Acaster's dad doesn't follow me. The oh. disgrace. <laughs> oh god and no quite yeah carry on like hi how are you um and i was like hey and and he'd thrown up he was really ill like the night before we'd been we'd all been told he was ill and he was his chipper little self he went to i again think he was going for a shit as well which (laughs) drew's the only one who didn't poo which is ironic. Yeah, Drew is the only one who didn't poo. And it's ironic that Drew is the only one who didn't go for a shit. Because in I'm So Manly, he literally says, poo on an earthquake. That was a great day. Considering I hadn't heard them exactly 24 hours beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really I just can't believe we met Ash and Steph. And Steph, like, had a little convo with us. He was lovely. Yeah, yeah like, I remember that was it. He came out while I was still on the phone to Mom. Yeah. And, uh, and we were, we were all just like, oh, hiya, as if we hadn't seen each other since last week when we were in Sainsbury's together. Like, that's not yeah. who we are with him. But And it was, it was so obvious we were there for the show because the whole thing is that they're, like, blue, green and, and red. And I had blue, green and red eyeshadow on. Oh, my God, you had, didn't you? Oh, that was iconic. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, we thought, didn't we? We thought, oh, crap, we've, we've reached, like, green room status now. They're going to invite us on stage. And then we got... We basically got banished to the outside of the building for the rest of the hour, didn't we? Pretty much. So Steph went, wandered back in, and we did see him and Ash again. They, like, poked their heads out to see if we were still there. <laughs> These creepy girls. <laughs> if, the if we'd left. Um, it was cool. We did speak to them. It was cool. And then we were like, we shouldn't be here. And we were still really early. So we were like, shall we go to the bar? see if we, there's a line we're meant to be in because at this point meet and greets were being brought up and we weren't meet and greets <laughs> we did, did just ambush so, instead yeah so like security had arrived at this point and they'd asked us if we were meet and greets and we were like no we're general admission and then the security guards were like maybe don't stand here then maybe go and line up with general admission maybe that's a good idea um so we wandered down the three flights of stairs and if you've ever been in the uni of manchester Student Union, you'll know those stairs are very scary. They're like see-through. You can see down them. They're like metal, but you can see through them, and they're fucking tall as shit. They're horrible. No, 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 no. I'm like scared of heights, and I get the shit. I like get the stress every time I walk up them. Every single time. I hate it. How have you tangented from the Midnight Beast to like detailing your like massive fear of metal staircases? Oh, it's, oh they're horrible anyway we walk down the stairs and we see some more midnight beast fans and their general admission and we're like okay we're in the right place no no we're not we we ask at like the desk oh midnight beast where's the general admission line and she was like outside peasant so we <laughs> went and stood outside and to be fair we were still right at the start of the queue but yeah we were first and I wanted people to know that we'd gotten there first. Oh, my God. We didn't shut up about it, did we, for, like, 45 minutes? No, we didn't. We told everyone in Midnight Beast merch we'd just met the Midnight Beast by accident. Yeah. And we hadn't even paid for it, baby. Thing is, though, we could have, like, that could have t- taken a turn. Because we, we essentially phrased it, the fact that, oh, we've just 
ambushed the midnight beast in the toilets, which doesn't sound to security's yeah. ear like a very good thing to do. No, because we weren't in the toilets. It just so happens that the toilets were opposite the doors to the venue. We were like outside like the back entrance as well, weren't we? Because that was that the entrance we went in. No. I don't think it was. How we found the back door to the building. We are just sleeping. Um, I think you're fine. That's because I've sung there before. That's a that's a self promo. <laughs> With my acapella group. <laughs> I'm so embarrassing. You said this week. <laughs> right there. Oh my god, this is beautiful. Oh, it was oh. great. It was a good time. time. I'd see him again. Yeah, they're the best band I've ever seen live, ever. It helped that every person in that room knew every single word. The thing is, I'm not. I'm going to self-promo myself here, which is well, that would just be promo if it wasn't for myself. But I took the time, like the three and thirty minutes on the train, to learn a good portion of the words. Unfortunately, all the songs that I'd listened to came up, and that was just spectacular. The whole. I just. I was so pleased I went. Mhm. And we got a good location, didn't we? We did. Two tiny people. Yeah, we got like middle of the room. We were behind me and Greed's, but we were like dead centre of the room. It was a very good gig. And then shortly afterwards, the world shut down. So there's Pretty that. Pretty much. So, you know, I saw Fearless Vampire Killers, my other favourite band, I think five months before they broke up. Oh my like, god. Not long before they, because I think they broke up in 2016, and I saw them in 2016, and I saw the Midnight Beast, and then the whole world shut down. So you I'm really tired of it, right? Chaos! I swear to God, oh. we ain't going to see another band ever again, unless, I mean, it depends how like destructive we're feeling that day. Because I mean, we've made a podcast out of the end of the world. Well, I say that we've made one, <laughs> we've made one episode, and we've really struggled to make a second. I mean. Look, not I wouldn't say nothing interesting happens in our lives. It's just that so much weird shit happens that mm. I think we both stopped thinking it's strange. Yeah, it's just normal, isn't it? Because sometimes you send me stuff and I'm like, what the fuck? She's a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Same right back at your son, though. I love it. I mean, to be fair, what I've spent most of this week doing is um essentially just basking in the glow of becoming podcast famous as well i mean that pretty that much thanks to our like 50 facebook followers yeah <laughs> you know who you are because we've made you know who you are we won't let up thanks mom love you um, <laughs> but other than that i spent like i've tried to come up with niche ways of avoiding doing uni work and one of them this is a shout out to whatever channel it was on Birmingham Brawn and Ray she was did you see that program oh crap I should really have paid more attention she's the the UK's competitive eater she's a gal and she's from Brum but basically you know I haven't been full since 2018 as much your your food at uni can vouch I thought you know what before I learn to get full again I might as well make the most of my talents and I think I'm going to embark upon some competitive eating eating challenges because I know I know I can do it she ate like one of the challenges was like um she came to Mia Green actually you know the little dessert yeah. shop yeah she had to eat like a 12 stack pancake thing in like three minutes and I'm like I swear to god I do that while I'm in the shower so I'm like well you don't make money out of it but you get free pancakes and to me one's more important than the other do you know what I mean I mean you could also start a um Guy Fieri 
whole TV show on it, I'd watch that. Well, I was thinking more uh, man versus food because I want to get to the point where I have severely damaged my health and I have to take a hiatus for like 10 years to recover. <laughs> oh, mate, do it. There's these projects, that, but at the same time, because I'm on the opposite end of the scale, severely rationing because the world has ended and it's only a moment, it's only a matter of time until the zombies arise. So I'm trying not to eat anything. So how do you competitive eat without eating competitively? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've not stopped eating since I got home. From uni. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been home for like six weeks now, so that's a solid portion of time. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Have you been living off strawberry laces, Robinson squash, and uh, I'm going to say a handful of meat? Look, I'm, I am, right, I'm pescatarian, <laughs> but at this point, I should probably be known as a flexitarian. Flex. I do, don't, I don't eat meat 90% <laughs> of the time. No laugh. I don't eat meat 90% of the time, but you know, sometimes you get a craving, and I have no self-restraint which is why i've never done drugs because if i did i'd never stop and i know i would yes yeah, so. i i know you would, i've got snapchat evidence of the lack of self-restraint because of this like bargain bucket at 3 a.m <laughs> i'm so glad you said that because after i went oh i don't do drugs because i have no self-restraint and you're like <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean you crack other than just seeing us like rooting through like we look quite conspicuous when we were rooted through that bag of twiglets on the train but that's just because it was wedged in between us yeah i don't even like twiglets yeah i mean bless you bless your dear heart for the fact that i could see it in your eyes you're like that that kid who unwraps an avocado because when i gave it you and i'm not gonna lie i gave you some stellar birthday presents but obviously your eyes trained on the bag of something that you didn't want to eat and you were like oh thanks and then (laughs) cracked them open in, in my defense again I didn't make you open them but you were trying to like cement the fact that you're in actress mode you're like I wanted to believe this so I'm gonna endure it I have got I've like my, I've got an avocado in my fridge what the hell do you do with them how long does it take for them to hatch <laughs> I don't know what to do with an avocado to be fair my mum sometimes tries to put it in salad and we're all like, mum, do you know us? <laughs> it just looks like a small dinosaur. And I'm like, do you scalp it? Do you, do, you, do you put it under a hot bulb? I honestly have no idea how they work. Uh, where do the batteries go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, now I remember one thing we wanted to do in this podcast. And genuinely, because it's come up a crap ton on my Instagram. What the hell? is an enneagram i really thought you were going to say enema then and i didn't want to have to explain it to you <laughs> go on for the listeners out there so an, an, <laughs> so an enema is <laughs> is a personality test that is used by companies sometimes or just people who have too much time on their hands <laughs> Same. so basically it just you get put into a seven, one of seven categories and it's like, so I'm a seven. So mine's all about FOMO and oh. not committing, wanting to do so much stuff. You don't commit to anything, basically. Oh, my God. Stop so it. You might be a seven. I always get put in seven or three. But people who are into Enneagram say don't take a test 
vibe with the one and I vibe with four. But I think I just vibe with four because four brings <laughs> wild. That's the best, the best reasoning and logic behind anything. I, I'm, I'm just going to do a vibe with and a vibe with the one that I really want. Oh, what a weird coincidence. <laughs> I mean, no, you like meant to like, like which one you most feel is like. It? It's obviously yeah. the one you most feel like. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, so I get in seven a lot, but I think I'm more of a four. But I think I don't have enough. I'm not cool enough to be four. Four is like the last one. Right, take a um, Enneagram test right now. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, what kind of question are they like? There's no like arithmetic, is there? Because I can't do maths on the thought. On the thought. See, I can't even do English. Do the truancy one. The what? The truancy one. But oh, before else, before we do, I'm just going for a quick way, Sultan. Oh, actually, yeah, same. Can I have a way? I don't know. I'm asking permission. Um, um, raise your hand in class. We are about to do a test. So I feel like I need to ask. <laughs> Uh, we break. See you soon. <laughs> the level of unprofessionalism, far too much. What are we on about now? Right. Well, so I was going to do my test. So. Where right. We yeah. Right. We're back from our ways. So. Okay. Let me bring my laptop a bit closer. Here we go. Can you believe? Can you believe? Literally, that's how like bored we are. Like going for a wee, we've had to announce as an event. We're back. <laughs> We we made it through. We've had your commercial break. Now it's time for Enneagrams. Time for your (laughs) enema. (laughs) Okay, right. You've got from inaccurate to accurate. So if we Uh, say five is five is accurate and one is inaccurate, that makes it easier. Yeah. So five is accurate. Sorry for the over-explanate. I can't say that word. (laughs) What do you mean explain? Too much explanation. Sorry, listen. I had to say that slowly. Okay. <laughs> I work hard to be helpful to others. Oh God, this th- doing this live is when when you want to uh, come across as I want I really want to help others. The intent is in my bones, but I don't I don't really contribute much to society. <laughs> I know a lot about biscuits, but that trivia doesn't really pan that far. I think I put four, so like I wouldn't worry. Can we go for, yeah, let's just call it four. It is important to me that other people like me. No, wait, four is, wait, hold on. Sweet oh, Jesus. Four. This is... <laughs> five is accurate. Like... is accurate. And I said, um, I've put four, but what I mean is I put two. What was the, I can't remember. You, I, I want, no, yeah, yeah right. go with four because I really want to help people. I haven't okay. quite come up with a plan that I can implement yet, but I'm working on it. Okay. It is important to me that other people like me. Oh. Oh, no, that's <laughs> our file. We have to end the podcast. Yeah, I wish it was. No, yeah, yeah screw it. Oh, we're all honest. It's gone. It's almost 11 p.m. on a Saturday. Might as well be honest now. So what number was it? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, four. We'll go with four. Big fan four. of four. It is important to me to achieve great things. Five. All about that. Don't mean I will, but I want them. <laughs> I make more skid... Fuck! I can't read! Hi, I'm Jared. I'm 19 and I never learned how to fucking read. Anyway. I, I make more significant contributions than the average person. No, I don't think I do. Again, my biscuit and friends knowledge, 
just hasn't met its appropriate audience yet. So we're going... Three, four, two, two. Closer to inaccurate because, no, I don't do more than most people. Okay. I feel my emotions very deeply. In my very accurate. <laughs> At this point, they sense... feel me. <laughs> I have a sense that other people will never truly understand me. No, no I, I pretty much share every aspect of my life to the point where, like, I choke them on it so they have no way of not... I can't remember this number in. I told you I wasn't good at maths on the spot. Right. One, inaccurate. Five, accurate. Two. Okay. I think deeply about things. Five. I am prepared for any disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Although, actually, saying that, literally right behind my laptop is a giant-ass Amazon pantry package in which I have stockpiled, not stockpiled, but because as a family, we tend to eat a lot. So I've got some Rivita cakes in there. I've got mint Kit Kats. I've got two uh, bags of rice. I've got 24 cans of cherry Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> i got the essentials and a tin of sweet corn. So, yeah, I do like to prepare, but I am not going to be handling a disaster well, I don't think. What number do you want? Oh, <laughs> You like that school counsellor that's been paid to listen to the problems, but she's like, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't care. Just tell me what, just and you want me to prescribe and get out of my office. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah, I'm not prepared for an, prepared for any disaster. No, so that's it. Yeah, they're very inaccurate. And number one. One. Yeah. One. It is important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times. This is quite dark for the pod. I mean, isn't that important to everyone? I mean, yeah. I, I'd say that's on my top priority list of not, you know, being... Yeah. Yeah. I don't try and, like, factor it in on a Thursday is pain and suffering day. <laughs> I seek out experience that I know will make me feel happy or excited. I mean, but yeah. I am not afraid to tell someone when I think they are wrong. Ooh, I am. Because I don't want to hurt their feelings. This is a lot deeper. I honestly thought, Leah, this was going to ask me, like, oh, what can you see in this picture? Is it a butterfly or a seagull? And, like, <laughs> this is not the kind of questions I was expecting. Yeah, but when we get to the end of it, you're going to be introduced to the world of Enneagram memes, which oh. are the best. <laughs> Anything for a meme. There's nothing I love more than relatable humour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my, you're so Jose Caster, it kills me. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just fiddling with my mic. Put that knob down. <laughs> Get back to questioning. I am not afraid to tell someone when I think they're wrong. We've been over this. You didn't give me a number. Oh crap, sorry. Um, <laughs> two. I let other people make the decisions. We've got six pages of this, so we might want to pick up the pace. Oh, Brian, should we just should we just type in it? Do yours again. Okay, what was that one? Three. It depends what the context is, because okay. a lot of the time I'm not qualified to make the decisions. So, right, this page we're just gonna storm through, unless you have like something you really want to tell me about, like. 
Okay, I'll just give you numbers. I'll just okay. give you numbers. I appreciate having rules that people are expected to follow. Three. I'm concerned about security more than anything else. <laughs> well, like a bodyguard outside Snobs. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. I think I think when I read that, I thought more like um like money security. <laughs> You know, like economic security or <laughs> personal. I'm like, <laughs> so, I think a lot about what will happen in the future. Um, four, yeah, four, three, four, four. I don't fit in with ordinary people. I can answer that one for you. <laughs> I'll let you do that one. <laughs> I always finish my chores. <laughs> We're going to go two because I love washing up. I check carefully for mistakes and errors. Uh, it dep- again, it depends on context because I just, if I'm making a dinner, I'll just lump anything in, don't give a crap. But if it's like, we'll go four. I like to be around people who can ha- who I can help. Um, uh, what, what did you put for that one? I don't know because I don't really like... I don't mind helping people who need help, but I don't put myself near people where I can, like, where I'm the one who'd be helping. Like, I don't go out of my way to find people who need my help. Yeah, like, you're friends with people not because of their, um, like, status. You're just friends with them because you're friends. But, I mean, I, I always want to help people, but should we go neutral? Because, like, I want to help yeah. them, but that's, like, they're not the motivator why you're friends with them, is it? I don't uh, know. And it, that just struck me as like, t- like you know, like teachers or carers and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. Well, I'm not good at either. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me to teach you shit. I tried to teach Grace the other day how to move her hips because she dances like um, a prepubescent boy. <laughs> and I just kept getting really angry. I started shouting at her because she just couldn't move. I was oh, like, no, you're a woman. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. I love how that was your one and only teacher response. <laughs> You're a oh, woman. My sister, by the way, for the for the listener. Crying. <laughs> I think I forget context is important. <laughs> right. Um. Next question. I like to feel that I am an important person in my social groups. Um. I'm definitely the stupid one. <laughs> like I'm the moron. But is that important to have a moron around? I reckon it is. So we'll go neutral because I can't be asked. I'm overthinking these. Yeah. <laughs> overthinking. That's our whole brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is important to me to be successful. Yeah. But successful defined in the way that to be happy is to be successful. And I'm going to, I tweeted that yeah the other day. So successful is not about being rich and famous. It's about being happy. You heard okay. it here first, not Gandhi. It was me. Oh, yeah. Five. It's, you can't visualise when you're on a podcast. I just didn't want them to know that you'd forgotten again. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, look at you. Trying to say, see, you, know, you are a healthy person. I am a helpful <laughs> I like to analyse things from every angle. I said that a little bit sexier than it is. <laughs> <laughs> we know exactly what number angle you're thinking of. Analyse Henry Gamble's ass. <laughs> mm. um, uh, yeah, go, we'll go for. I seek excitement. 
Uh, well, my definition of excitement is very different. Again, I love a big shop at Sainsbury's, but you know what? Yeah, five. I love a big shop. Page is- three, we're actually going to do a speed run because okay. we said okay. I said speed run for two and it it weren't it was not a speed run. I will literally just n- num- number at you. Okay, I am good at seeing the bright side of things when others complain. Oh. I do not hesitate to call people out when they are behaving badly. Uh, two. I go along with what other people want. I really want to give context as to why. People, if you have questions, please feel free to email. You can give context if you you think you need to give context. Well, no, but just because, like, I I do, I just go, I want people to be happy. Oh, God, this, I sound like the girl from Mean Girls. Like, I don't, she doesn't even go here. But (laughs) people to be happy, so I give it. No, I don't give it. Oh, okay, carry on. It's going to be a long podcast otherwise. What's the number? Oh, it's four. What was the question? Uh, I go along with what other people want. No, you know what? I'm going to go three. Okay. I think I went through. Depends on the situation. Yeah, People exactly. should, yeah it's all context. I seek out relationships that offer me some sort of protection. <laughs> One? What? I'm not hiding from the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I can clearly visualise what could happen in the future. Uh, well, that's like a magical power. So, like, I can visualise things. I visualise a lot of things, but we'll go free because I don't really... <laughs> Average people often find me a bit weird. Come on, Cole Sprouse. <laughs> what the hell's an average people? Um, Again, you know what? I'm going three because... I, oh, man, I don't... Again, I'm just going neutron out. I can't be honest. I persist until a task is done. We'll go four, because there's a lot of vacuuming that's not been finished. So it's not a full five. It depends on what you find you think is important, though. I always finish like projects. Yeah. For, like, yeah. Creative projects. Yeah. Do I clean my room? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. I do my uni work, but I don't yeah. do all the work exactly i spend time trying to discover and correct my faults and weaknesses um oh man i really wish we had not taken part in this quiz we'll go through. <laughs> I, I should have told you it's a bit deeper than when i made you do the hogwarts one on part yeah, more exactly. <laughs> and that had in itself. <laughs> i hold myself to very high standards we don't have to do like the whole shrink thing if you don't want <laughs> you know what i'm going for you know what it's for I'm, I'm a natural caretaker. We're we're about halfway through. See, I don't know if it's me, but a caretaker, I just think of someone who like mops the floors at primary school. I think of Mr. Botterill. Yes! <laughs> context is the caretaker from our old primary school. <laughs> oh my god, same, that's literally Um <laughs> No, I'm not natural because I'm again I'm not good at household cleanliness, but I will again I, I will I overthink and over worry, so in terms of Oh yeah, I hate that bless you. Should have done like a BuzzFeed quiz about what flavour of ice cream are you based on your financial status. I should have just read you the seven things and asked which one you vibe with. Oh my god, you should have done. You should have done that. So we go in four on the natural caretaker. Yeah. Or no, higher yeah. than that. Because I think you care for people. Yeah, we'll go four. 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 There we go. Uh, I want people to admire me. Um. I'm not that bothered about that. I mean, I want them. To, oh, go three. Screw it. I want to achieve a lot in my life. Five. 
if I'm honest, I feel that I'm a bit better than other people. One. I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> I feel a great sense of grief for what I have lost. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dark. What the? I have actually lost um a, a little enamel pin badge in the shape of a spaceship. And I'm massively, oh, I'm upset. I took it to snob, you sick. But do you know what? What was, I feel what? Massive grief for the things I've lost. For what I've lost. Again, like, I miss Nan, but should we go three? Three, okay. I forgot how long this thing was. This is going to be so inaccurate. Do you reckon anyone's even going to listen to all this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I might just like put the first couple and then like skip to the last couple. Yeah, yeah. I'll put the interesting ones. <laughs> I feel most comfortable in organisations with a clear hierarchy. One, what the crap's that about? We're not, we're not, it's not High School Musical, there's no clicks. <laughs> I take measures to protect myself and my loved ones from harm. <laughs> this is like developing an underground bunker to survive in a pocket. <laughs> Again, I'm slightly rationing and I won't let mum go outside on her own. So <laughs> we'll go free. I read books that help me be more productive or better at what I do. Twilight has served that purpose, so four it is. I take the initiative to help other people and make their lives easier. I don't know if I do. I I want to. Oh, three. Just three me up. Three me up, Scotty. I put in the effort to make a good impression on other people. Uh, what do you reckon? I don't know. Do you can finish them off. <laughs> Are there many left? no no we'll speed through them we'll speed through them and i'll just like speed it up in the in the edit just doing like the chipmunk fast speed up version and <laughs> no one can yeah. hear okay right no no rationing raw reasoning we'll just number them i put in effort to make a good impression on other people four i set ambitious goals for myself four i'm an important member of my social groups <laughs> three <laughs> a membership okay we're almost there we're almost there oh sweet jesus I, I find my mind can be a very interesting place four <laughs> i'm always up for a new adventure five Woo! i make alliances with people who can help me be stay safe and secure what is it with these security questions like <laughs> what has happened to the person who made this quiz are they okay um three again because like that's never really cross your mind (laughs) right we're on the last page so almost done i rarely have strong emotions one i want to learn as much as i can about how the world works five i am an average person with ordinary likes and dislikes one (laughs) (laughs) i have a great deal of willpower oh again context around food no my around my ability to abstain from sports yes (laughs) so we'll go three you're done oh man none of this is correct i just said numbers okay you're okay we're the same oh no we're both slithering as well oh actually maybe we're not oh am i an idiot no we are 80 um 98 match on seven really you are seven why it doesn't tell you in fucking order is to my nut (laughs) <laughs> your your just remember this your 79 percent two 71 percent three 84 percent four 74 percent five 
41% 6, 98% 7, 52% 8, 81% 9, 62% 1. So you're 7 and 9. So basically I'm the least 6. And also those percentages don't add up. I'm just putting it out there. No, no, no. Um, Right, should I tell you what that means? So six is my lowest and seven's my highest. Or four, I'm sorry. So you're seven and nine. I'm um, seven and eight. Let me tell you what they mean. Type seven. The epicure, also known as the enthusiast. Sevens are mental types who are forward thinkers and forward movers. They usually bring an optimistic and positive attitude to all of their activities. They're Did you interested... say attitude? I said attitude. <laughs> <laughs> they are interested in many different subjects. They don't want to be limited to doing just one thing, and they prefer to keep their options and possibilities open. Although they can be excellent communicators, they are less concerned with image and other people's approval than other types. It's most important to have fun or get to do one's own thing, whether that's found in travel and adventure or more intellectual pursuits. They're Mm. enthusiastic consumers of new ideas, new technology and pleasurable experiences. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I read it like that. However, too much of a good thing can be a problem for them. Because their attention shifts so quickly, it's challenging for them to go into things in depth and to stay the course in work and relationships. Slowing down, being in the moment and learning to tolerate their own and other people's suffering all can bring needed balance. Strengths. Adventurous, fun-loving, quit-thinking. Problems. Self-absorbed, dispersed, uncommitted. (laughs) Ryan. Speaking style. Personal storytelling, which can be either very entertaining or simply (laughs) (laughs) self-absorbed. As we we do a podcast. (laughs) website lower emotional habit gluttony (laughs) oh my god which is not just about food but rather a kind of intoxication or overconsumption of ideas fun experiences or substances higher emotion sobriety I'm binges at this point, (laughs) which both means limiting consumption and calming the mind in order to be present in the moment Bloody, there was no, there was less context to actually my astrophysics bloody degree than this. We got a guest appearance. Hi Leah. And oh, listeners. And listeners. <laughs> Say hi to everyone for me. Your mum and that. It's not the time, Mum. I'm at work. Okay. <laughs> Love, you. Love you. Love you. I swear to God. Oh yeah. All right. Let's surmise what the hell Stephanie Meyer's up to. Oh no no I, no no. That's too niche an audience that isn't it. I mean, not if I don't. I mean, every I so I get so many people whenever I bring Twilight up on my Instagram, people do like slide to my DMs like, hell yeah, Team Edward. Oh my God, thank you. They're all they're all secrets. Like they're all hiding from it. Don't be ashamed. It's okay. You can like Twilight. The soundtrack slams. Well, that's unless you like, unless you're Team Jacob, then stay firmly in the shadows where you belong while you repent <laughs> and think about what you've done. But that's, I'm sorry that I have heard of Supermassive Black Hole from Twilight, but it doesn't matter where I heard it from. It's, Twilight gifted me that. It's a banger. And Flightless Bird and, and, oh. and you know, the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> All the other grid ones, banging ones. But um, she's been, she's been literally non-existent for like how old how old am i now oh my god it's not been 10 years 
I think she's like other shit she's made, but no one read it because it wasn't Twilight. Exactly, that's literally what happened. So the thing is, it's not going to be Midnight Sun because you remember the whole scandal. When yeah, you I mean, she's touting to give the listener who might not be up to date on Stephanie Mayer's website. Stephanie Dumb Mayer, up. of course, being the writer of Twilight. Um, yeah. She has a countdown at the minute on her website, counting down for, I think it's, we've really got like a day to go. So by the time the listener hears this, we'll know what she was counting down to. And a lot of fans on like, there's been a big re, like, re- revival of Twilight on Tumblr, right? I mean, just pretend Tumblr's still relevant for three seconds. I still use it. There's been, um the Twilight Renaissance is happening on, Twi- on Tumblr at the minute. So there's been a lot of talk from them that it's going to be Midnight Sun. Ah, uh, no. I mean, as being the number one fan in the world, so obviously I know my stuff. It's not going to happen. Partly because as well, there is already an existing film called Midnight Sun with Bella Thorne in. It's nothing to do with Twilight, but you can't plagiarise like that. I mean, Stephanie, Stephanie Meyer is... Um, I would consider her more problematic than J.K. Rowling. <laughs> the thing is i don't know if it's just because i'm again massively uncultured or just dense but i'm a big fan of jk rowling and and, and i don't what's happened what's she done so like she says her characters are gay and then but they're not in anything so she's always retroactively like they're gay but there's no they're not they're not gay in the books (laughs) they're just like even in like the new because she yeah. was like Dumbledore's gay and then in Crimes of Grindelwald I've not seen it because apparently it's shit um, um, he literally is meant to cop off with Grindelwald that's what's suggested in the books and like he's just they just don't like in, even in the, the book like the OGs it's a, maybe a little bit tiny tiny bit insinuated that they're a bit gay for each other yeah so but like it doesn't happen and the movie came out like what a year ago so she could have if Dumbledore actually was gay, she could have made him gay. Also, she had Slytherin, so fuck her. Now, there we go. That's the root cause. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, she hates us because, lo and behold... Yeah, you're a Slytherin. Slytherin. We're both Slytherin. We're both type nines. No, we're not. I'm not a type nine. We're type sevens. Crying. It's almost like we're related. We'll, we'll cut all this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we're just going to have an intro. Oh, trust me, because the Enneagram shit was shit it, well, it was i mean I, i'm i'm glad about and if anything it proves it wrong the the outcome because the commitment we put into that just see it through even though it was horrendous that's definitely one i should have done online i feel rather than on live on on, on air yeah but, i feel like i should have made you do it pre and we should have just been able to talk about our typism well to be fair type. though we are i mean that type seven we are very over i see as a thing i think we can be defined by that very word over we overshare we over talk we over eat we oversleep overthink over worry over stress pretty wear the same pair of pants for too long over under probably under shower if anything these days but we'll <laughs> go back to that one but can't be defined but the thing is it just i can't look at it because i honestly thought it was when you said um enema i thought it was some kind of instagram enema it's like instagram cleanse kind of thing like this is how you define and cleanse your instagram no but i was wrong wholly incorrect it's fun if you 
like I watch shout out the there's a YouTuber called Frank James and he does Myers Briggs and Enneagram sketches mm. and he's really funny. So he's the reason I know about them. Yeah. So I don't know whether I just have rose tinted glasses on because I just really like his sketches so make me laugh. Well, I'm like, hell yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> it's been sold to you in a good way then. But it has. But then that's the same way that actually this is a bloody another podcast theme. I am going to open you to the world of ASMR. ASMR, but I just don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't tingle my ears. My ears aren't tingled. Your ears aren't. First of all, who the hell has tingly ears? That's weird. It's 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 actually the definition of ASMR, autonomous sensory meridian response, is you literally get scientifically like these tingles over your scalp, and um. And it's not that, oh, I can't stand the eating one. But, like, look at it. I know this is visual only, but a lot of them, it's, they're just doing stuff like that. And it's so soothing. Here's, and, here's the thing, though. And people used to think I was really fucking weird when I um, confessed this. Do you remember back back in the day when we were young, slime videos <laughs> and um, sand cutting? It actively makes me angry. Angry? I get my my heart rate goes up when I watch those videos and it's the same with soothing beats or shit you're meant to sleep to yeah it makes my heart rate go up because I'm just yeah. like yeah. smash it no smash <laughs> <laughs> it put your you're hand in it put it neatly put your hat put, put your fist through that sand I love to be fair though but you've got like ang- angry <laughs> response it's kind of like I mean again I get I get that with the chewing stuff but did you ever like back at school someone was wiping the the, the whiteboard and they'd leave like a little mark on the like they wouldn't wipe it properly yeah. and I would see it and I would think of ways that I could ruin their life deep into the future using only the items in their pencil case I'm like how dare you subject me to that tiny black mark on the screen I was the person who would leave the black mark. Yeah, exactly. And that's how me and you are both identical type sevens, but we're also opposite ends of the spectrum. But oh. um, go on. No, no, go on. Oh, that was just, I was going to allude to absolutely nothing. So it's on you. Oh, I was ooing because um, basically this week I lost friends because I made the nerdiest statement I've ever made in my entire life. Right. I said this, this sentence, the best thing about grammar already it's, it's not a good start <laughs> the best thing about grammar is that once you learn the rules you can break them oh my oh, sweet lord above I swear to God. and then i showed them my david crystal rediscover grammar book oh, david crystal of course being the godfather of modern sociolinguistics that guy <laughs> You are too oh much God. for this world. I'm I'm surprised they even have those friends anymore because when I first met them, we were talking about nerd shit and they brought up Suicide Squad. And I was oh. like, well, actually, I do consider myself a bit of a Harley Quinn purist. Don't, don't, because there's that, that, that unfolded into its own phase that did. Bloody hell, I How do I, I realise that is literally, and I mean quite literally, something John Richardson would say on 8 out of 10 cats does countdown. <laughs> I'd copyright Just that. Answer. I can't believe that because it's both so wholesome and so rebellious. Like, grandma has rules so that you can break them. <laughs> <laughs> that is your musical theatre and emo phase 
in one lesson together i'm so so impressed by you i almost feel like we should just leave it at that because that's a great lesson to <laughs> we still don't have an outro i think it's very on brand for us to just never come up with an outro so yeah mm-hmm. we have no outro but you can now find us on social media at the boob podcast um, yes that's T-H-E-B-O-O-B-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, baby. Oh, I'm so all sorry, word, And All lowercase. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. YouTube. Also, you can listen to the podcast on acast.com, Spotify, and YouTube. Beautiful. Right. Au revoir, my boys. Right, See us again it. next week for episode three. Hopefully, it won't be as hot of a mess as this one. Death comes to us all. Is that Don't copy out. I was gonna say it's, it's probably copy years for Death comes to most of us, but not us because we're vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we leave it. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. <laughs>